Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey guys, do you like this show? Are you enjoying it? Do you want to make one of your own? Well, let me tell you about Anchor, and Jay, you can help me out. It's so easy. Anchor makes it easy to do a show like this. First of all, it's free. There's uh, There are creation tools that, I love it. It that allow it so you simple. to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. I love how simple it is to make content nowadays, and Anchor really makes it easy. Uh, now you can even add any song from Spotify straight to your episodes. This Boom. is so cool. Possibilities are endless. Uh, for what you can do and what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, sports talk radio. This is a real opportunity. I, th- I feel like the pandemic has kind of in many ways uh, gotten us a little more creative and saying, what do we want to say? And let's move forward with that, even without the pandemic. And Anchor makes that easy for yeah, you. Yeah, or maybe you want to do a show that the world's never heard before. Right. Well, get up off your butt and do it. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you as well. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. They're basically making it easy for you to do this Correct. thing. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast. What you got to do, it's so easy. Download the Anchor app, go to anchor.fm and get started. It is so easy. We love Anchor. Thank you for letting us do this. Thank you for sponsoring our show because again, they understand these guys are in the creativity business and they support other creative things. So we say support them because they support us. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Sclarbro Country, the virus edition, a.k.a. the Pandy Pods. A.k.a. uh, two bros, no hoes? No. A.k.a. one Afghan between two men. I like that one. And then someone listed like a bunch on Twitter. Someone was doing, I'm going to go find it on Twitter. You keep doing some AKAs. Why do we not do this ahead of time? Why are we doing this now? Why aren't we doing this ahead of time? They did a whole song. It was wonderful. AKA two pairs of jeans, no means. Although the the truth is you aren't even wearing jeans. Well, I we go through our mentions because some of them did a bunch and I want to honor them. I want to honor them. AKA two sclars, no SARS. That, that's topical and that's of the moment. I'm working on a fungi theme now. This is from Nikki Spencer, AKA two fungi, no pork pie. We AKA, are two fun guys. AKA two fungi, no hair dye. That's true. AKA two fungi who satisfy. There you go. AKA two fungi let fly, AKA two fungi drop by. Thank you so much, Nikki Spencer. If you have it within you to come up with some or one or a tweet at Sklar Brothers or, or get into the mentions or comments of the, uh, we're posting clips of just a little clip of what we think is, you know, a good representation of the episode on our Instagram at Sklar Brothers. Do it there. We'll read it. There you go. That's there, how it works. That's all you got to do. Shall uh, we jump into- Let's uh, jump into a story. People are back in stores uh, these days. If it, Even though there are fewer people in stores, I feel like shoplifting is- like happening more than it. Is it that it's happening more than normal or that because so few, few people are in stores, we're noticing They don't have more. the cover of other customers is what you're trying to say. Right. 
All we're right. just more maybe a, acutely aware of it. And also people are like checking their inventory left and right because they're like, everything counts. So here's the thing. I also think with every people wearing masks, these are the people who are actually wearing masks, it's hard to identify people. Like I see people in my neighborhood and I think I know who they are. This is a terrible thing. Jay, when he walks around my neighborhood, because I'm really nice, I pride myself on knowing people in my neighborhood. I have a close-knit neighborhood. I love my neighborhood. And I see people all the time. Jay hates it because I don't hate whenever it. someone approaches him in my neighborhood, if he's over in this part I of town, I immediately have to be like, I'm not, I'm Randy. not Randy. I'm not Randy. I am not who you think I am. I won't be as nice as my brother's going to be. Except to for uh, one time when a comedian, Brendan Walsh, saw me and was like, hey. And I was like, I'm not. Randy and he's like I know and I'm like all right I'm an asshole right sorry right so Brandon knew but the point is that like with masks on it's way harder like I feel like I've seen Nick Thune five times in my neighborhood and I haven't said hi to him once now I could have it could have been five people who aren't Nick Thune it could have been the same guy who isn't Nick Thune four times and then another guy who isn't Nick Thune it could have been Nick Thune three of those times and yes. I just didn't see him and maybe he didn't know it was me because I got this big mask on. Well, too. and a lot of people in Silver Lake look like Nick Thune. There you go. That's just a fact. There you go. So that's a problem. My friend Charlene, I saw. Whenever I see Charlene, she's a really good friend of mine. You know Charlene. Yes. And I and I want to say hi to her because I love her. Uh, and I thought I saw Charlene walking towards me. There was a woman wearing a very Charlene-esque outfit, same hair, mask covering most of her face. I blew kisses to that person, and, then, and they kind of just didn't return any of it back to me. Now, it could have been Charlene not recognizing me, possibly. but it also could have not been Charlene. So here I am harassing people. We're in a time where you're either way too forward or you're not giving anything, which is offensive on both ends you can't there's win. no way to win it's like burning man only everyone's like pissed off and not high right. so the day after burning man yeah that's essentially where the drugs have worn off and that's what it is there you go that's where i'm at so again people aren't recognizing other people yeah wherever you are because so i guess if you were gonna shoplift now i'm not I suggesting guess- it you you kind of everyone's wearing the thing on their face that most people who shoplift or steal stuff wear. Right. We like all look like mask. we all look like bandits. That's right. Banditos. Bandits. Except for the guy in the KKK hood. Sure. So this next story shows you how creative you can be with a mask, Jay, yeah. uh-huh. uh, while still being incredibly stupid and stealing something from a store. Do not steal from a store. Just it's don't not steal. a nice thing to do. By the way, stores are under pressure right now. Right. You don't want to take what little merchandise they have, and they're just barely they're, getting they're on They're counting their feet. on every sale right now. So don't steal from a store. Police in Virginia say that they've made, this is such a short story, but it leads to something much bigger. So police in Virginia say they've made an arrest in the case of two men who used watermelons as masks, cut a watermelon in half, hollowed it out. So I heard the story. My first thought was, oh, that's good. That's good that Gallagher and his brother are working together again. Not true. Because for a long time. They hate each other. They hate each other. They hate each But didn't Gallagher, Gallagher bequeath his act to Gallagher too? To Gallagher too. He sold it to his brother. So now, I, you know what's so crazy? I, I have to watch a Gallagher 2 performance because does he sound like him? Maybe. I'm assuming they're not twins. Remember when I talked about seeing the comedy shop? Yes. Gallagher was on the comedy I shop. saw that and he had no jokes. <clears throat> he had no jokes. He came out. He had on, confidence. He had confidence and he came out on roller skates. Yes. 
<laughs> Confidence in roller skates. That's what you need to do. That's what you needed to do comedy in 1978. He was comedy, Confidence and roller skates. I would describe Gallagher as comedy adjacent. Right. <laughs> it wasn't comedy. So when I heard two watermelons on the head, I'm like, the Gallagher brothers are back at it. No. You don't see people wearing large melons or things of that nature on their head very often, so it's a special thing. Right. Now, when we were kids, when we were kids, we had season tickets to the football Cardinals, which was a terrible team. I right. mean, the Cardinals right. were awful. Every year right. they were 4-12, and 5-11, and 6-10 if we were lucky. Right. If they got to 7-9, and nine, we were like, oh my Whoa, God, that's this amazing. Is unbelievable. So they would lose a lot of home games, and they had the misfortune of being in the division, not to get too in the weeds here, with... Great Dallas Cowboy teams, Joe Theismann and the, the, Redskins. the Redskins, you know, Bill Sims and the Giants, Harold Carmichael <clears throat> and Wilbur Montgomery and the Eagles and Ron Jaworski. You, you were in a division with great other teams and they were always at the bottom of that division. So we would go to the games and watch a loser for year in and year out. Okay? And one time. Well, so the the neat thing before we get into that, the neat thing about for us, it was really exciting to go to the football game with our dad. We had tickets on the 19-yard line. Uh, Cardinals 19 side. 19 rows up on the Cardinals side. At the old Bush Stadium. And our dad, it was just exciting to put a bunch of clothes on when it was really cold in St. Louis. And he Louis. would come pick us up from Sunday school. Yeah. Because all the games were on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, and we'd be in Sunday school. And the games would start at noon. It I was think. like, and and our dad was like, and he, I've told this to Jeff Garland. He reminds me of our dad in in so many ways, because just in terms of size, in terms of, you know, comedy, energy, our dad, there was an episode of the Goldbergs where, where Garland's character just, I think they were at an Eagles game or they were at a Flyers game, I think. And Garland took so much joy, his character, in beating traffic to get home. Like they missed what was like an unbelievable- The greatest ending of all time. Any of all time, last second goal, just so they could get home. (laughs) And he could be in his underwear, sitting in a chair. It was so funny to us and it cut so close to home. Our dad would park so far away. away. First one, last, so as soon as, when it's time to leave, you're the first one out out the door. So he would park so far away and he would right. come to our Sunday school and in the window of our Sunday school class, just hold up two bags of peanuts. And That's we're right. like, we're out of here. We're out of here. We're going to go. The idea of leaving a religious school to then go park so far away from Bush Stadium. But then you walked into Bush Stadium and we always, from where we came, I think we sort of came up a little because we because our seats were low, like 20 rows back. Yeah. And we would come up and you'd sort of come into Bush Stadium and you would see... The color of green that the AstroTurf and Bush Stadium, it was not a not natural. natural color. It was not, not natural. In, it was a very bizarre, like fluorescent almost color green. But that green, to see that when you come in and to hear the sound of the crowd and see the Cardinals, even their uniforms made me, made us happy, even though they sucked. Even though they were terrible, it was a team that we could root for. And then I love the guys that were around us. Yes. The guys who sat around us, the Hamilton insurance guys who sat right next to us, they gave us, remember, they loved, all the people around us loved the two of us because we were, we were little kid. and we were fun and we taught. We didn't mind talking to adults. Our dad was so happy to show us off. So here we were around these people. Like they gave us like Hamilton, Hamilton insurance, insurance beanies. So you know who that was? Who? Bill Seymour. Oh, and yeah. his son later went on to be a tight end at the University of Michigan. So unbelievable group. Whole- I mean, a Hamilton insurance. What were we going to do with Hamilton insurance beanies back at the time? Although today, if you, if we wore a Hamilton insurance beanie, they'd be the coolest things. Like ever. hipster heaven. Okay, right? so 
<clears throat> in front of them was about 30 guys was a group of 30 guys from Ragazzi's restaurant. Ragazzi's, St. Louis has great Italian food. They have an area of the city called The Hill, which is predominantly Italian. There are great family-run restaurants yeah. like yeah. Canetto's and Charlie Guido's and yep. you know those, ty- those types of restaurants. And Ragazzi's was one of those restaurants. Right. Home recipes from family recipes, and you walk in and they're in a neighborhood and it's Cavatelli. Really cool. That's like a dish you don't get here. Like a cream, it's like a cream sauce, like an Alfredo a, type sauce in shells. shells. Oh, yeah. It was so Unreal. good. Cavatelli. So these guys would come. And for us, because our parents didn't drink, this is maybe, I, I wish they would have at Had least. a little bit, like because nobody in our life, no adults in our lives drank alcohol at all. We never had beer in the house. We never had anything in the house. Our parents just never did. So we never saw somebody get acting drunk. drunk and getting out of control. We just didn't. We were like, so nine we didn't understand old. it. So these guys who were at the game were drinking. We like, just get sauced. Get house. They showed up at the game drunk the way most people do at an NFL football game. Okay. Days, especially if you're in the cold outside in St. Louis. They were sauced. Wasted. And like we just thought they were really fun. Yeah. They're like, these guys are so fun. They're having a great time, they're, even though we're losing. Everyone's How laughing. are they having such a good time everyone's when we're getting laughing? Killed. Everyone's having a blast. So the one guy on the who was there, it was a red-haired guy, probably in his thirties. Yeah, at the time, red right. for us now, like when he was little, like when we were little, the guy probably seemed like he was in his fifties, right? But he was in his thirties, young dude, sing. I'm assuming single, had to be. All right, red hair, tall guy, kind Big, of r- not red faced, but not fat, but kind of jacked, and. He came on Halloween one time because the football season was on Halloween. The, one of the games was on Halloween. He came wearing a pumpkin on his head. With That's like, how drunk he was. Carved out the neck. Like, like carved it while he was drunk. Like there was like one eye. There yeah. was like, he was looking like you could see a corner of each eye through the one eye hole. There was another hole for the mouth. I don't think there was even He had a, a freaking pumpkin on his head. I We had never seen that ever. And, and he definitely didn't carve out the inside because eventually when it came off, there were seeds in his hair. <laughs> there was pulp. There was pumpkin pulp all over his head. Like this is a guy who like was like, this will be a good idea. Probably stole it as he was walking he to the stadium. Took it off someone's house. And took a knife out and yeah, did and it just, as he was walking. So I guess we then called him Pumpkinhead from there on. He right. became Pumpkinhead. Right. For, for even when he wasn't wearing the pumpkin in years in the future, this was pumpkin head. Right. But like to me, that game when he was getting drunk and acting, he was more drunk than normal. Yeah. Out of control. Everyone was laughing at everything he was yelling. Everything. We thought it was like, we're like, is that funny? I, I can't think dad tell. called him pumpkin head too. Right. Which was kind of funny that our dad was getting in on the joke as well, that which made it like something that the three of us shared together. But when the Cardinals lost that game that day, of course, which they all, which we should never be surprised that they were losing it. He was was so mad this dude he uh, he took, took the, the pumpkin, pumpkin off, off his head and smashed it on the ground i'll never that was a very like a vicious like but that image is in my head that this guy it's like what a drunk guy does when he can't believe something is happening and we're but like then everyone laughed at it everyone laughed at it and we're like, like see alcoholism is funny guys see it can be <clears> so funny because when it's not in your house you're like hey it's kind of we just so know. pumpkin head Somewhere in heaven, he's looking down because there's no way there's he's, no way he's, he's still, still alive. alive. There's, there's no, no way 
45 years later, 42 years later, he's still alive. There is no human way. And I guarantee you he's not resting in peace. Even if he was 30, there's no way he saw his 70th birthday, Pumpkinhead. Not, no. not the way he drank. No. No, no. way. Like, so that's he, the la- so that in our lives, that's the last time we, we saw, saw someone, someone wear a giant thing on their head until this story. A fruit or a vegetable. I don't know what pumpkin qualifies as, but is pumpkin a vegetable? I'm not sure, but I would say the pumpkin is the watermelon of the vegetable world. Well, the pumpkin, pumpkin is like a a seasonal watermelon, a hot a fall fall watermelon. That's right. I don't know. I think it falls closer to like sweet potato. Yeah, like pumpkin pie, sweet yep, potato pie. Exactly. Like those are. So it is more of a vegetable in my mind. Okay. Louisiana Police Department said two men wearing hollowed-out watermelons as masks stole undisclosed items from a Sheets grocery store at about 9.25 p.m. My first thought when I heard this— Yeah, of course, we said that. Gallagher. Yeah. Gallagher bros. I love it. And Sheets is also a crazy name. That's what I was going to say. Sheets is a crazy name for a— Sheets is like what you say after you get home and realize you didn't get something. Right. Oh, Sheets. Sheets. I got to go back to Sheets. I got the bounce. I got to go back to get bounce sheets. sheets. You got to get get more sheets at sheets. sheets. Police said the suspects fled in a uh, lifted 2006 black Toyota Tacoma. Enough with the black pickups driving away from crime scenes. Okay. We've seen it. It's hack at this point. Stop. The department said that Sunday an arrest was made in the case. A police Facebook post with photos of the two men and an appeal to the public for information about the Melonhead suspects was deleted Monday after the arrest was announced. So the Melonhead robberies were solved. I guess so. Isn't that amazing? I wonder if they, it was, I mean, okay, so they're calling Did they them. just look at the clothes and say, oh, I know. Did someone say, I know someone who was thinking of doing something stupid or like that? Or people visually saw them preparing the, the watermelons. And maybe, say, like, maybe. That's, <clears throat> they made mistakes is what we're trying to say. They made mistakes. Melonhead case. People were asking for tips in the Melonhead case. On Saturday, police announced that they arrested the suspects. They did not identify the two men. Uh, Louisa is about 15 miles west of the Richmond area. It's about They're called the Melonheads, which feels like a 90s indie rock band. Right. Yeah. They like only did Lemonheads covers, covers of Simon and Garfunkel songs. I do not know how people recognize these guys. I'm assuming they recognize the clothing. I know that shirt. Yeah. I know that guy. Right. And then boom. I think these guys... Yes, you should not be stealing from stores. Yes, they should make them pay for everything that goes back there. But I think this is the example of criminal mischief. Yes. This is exactly what criminal mischief was designed for. Yes. Put a melon on your head and walk into a store, criminal mischief. Melon Heads feels like a show on Adult Swim. (laughs) Is it? I think so. It could be. Why would anyone try and pull this off? This feels like a lot of work, like a ski mask so much easier. I guess- Watermelons are things you maybe they bought the cut yes, the watermelon yes. in the store yes. and balled it out right yes, there. Yes, they were yes, ball, yes. straight melon balling. Yes. They clearly have a sense of humor. So they're thieves who like to have fun. Yes. I mean, they both look like the guy on like Fat Albert who wore the hat below his Dumb Donald. Dumb Donald. Yeah. It was did, did Dumb Donald wear the hat down low? No, that was the other Mushmouth. Mush Mushmouth wore the hat real low. Are you sure? I think Dumb Donald. I think it was Mushmouth. I think it was Mushmouth. Uh, so to me, I would say these guys are like the daft punk yes. of of thievery. You never get to see their face. Yes, Dumb it was Donald. Dumb Donald. Dumb Donald had the thing pulled way down low. Okay, so Dumb Donald had it pulled down low. They're really just a couple of daft punks, yeah. is what I would describe. And they them. are daft punk. Literally, they are daft punks. That's right. That is who they are. This uh, Look, for if this story brought up in us the story of of the pumpkin head from our past, 
I think it's good. I don't think anything. Yes, you don't steal from a store. No. And yes, these guys were caught. But I agree with you. It is criminal mischief, and I think in these days, you know, they should have to pay for the watermelons. They should have to pay for what they what they stole. Absolutely. But it did remind us of old Pumpkinhead. It brought old Pumpkinhead and where brought again, him back to life again. Wherever he is, and I'm assuming he's dead. If he's not dead, he's dead inside. Wherever you are, Pumpkinhead. That would be a great horror story on Halloween. Though. Pumpkinhead guy, guy wears a Pumpkinhead, drunk to a football game, takes it off. And throws it on the ground, but his head goes with it, it's and he becomes a headless drunk guy. Which headless drunk guy? That's <laughs> unstoppable. Headless drunk guy is almost as unstoppable as a drunk woman. Yes, but Both. I would not there. No, because she's because headless drunk guy doesn't have a head. Right. Headless drunk woman's got a mind of her own. Yes. All right, let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, one more story. Do we have a voicemail today? I don't know if we do. I'm not sure if we do today. If we do, we're going to flip it to you. If we don't, we we'll won't. Be right back. Uh, we'll be back after this break. Set. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Uh, as we always mention, coming back after the break, if you take a moment and uh, go to our YouTube page, YouTube's Glabro Country, subscribe to it. Yes. Uh, there's tons of new content on there. We're going to be introducing episodes and giving a little kind of backdoor commentary on episodes of Held Up. We're going to start to do that on episodes of Cheap Seats, uh, give you sort of the background and, and people who were used in the show and how we did it and just give you, it's like DVD stories about Yeah, stories about each episode. Uh, so definitely a reason there. to check it out. Yeah. And to check it out on our page instead of anywhere else. Yeah. So, uh, so again, it's uh, YouTube, look up Sclubber Country, subscribe to it, subscribe to this podcast, tell friends about it. Uh, love all of your comments in the, uh, in our, on our Instagram page. When people tell us that this show, what it means to them, it means a lot to us. So thank you so much for that. Let's jump into a story, shall we? Let's do it. So this is the new world we're living in. We all have to accept that, that, that dating, certainly dating online. Yeah. Changed forever. Yep. According to the New York Post, you know, the newspaper that calls women who are in love with single New York governor, Andrew Cuomo, Cuomo sexuals. So that- I say newspaper very, loosely. very loosely. Yeah, they love a pun over there. That they ran this story recently that about people who are single and they have the paperwork to mingle. That is so New York Post right there. Singles across country are boasting about their coronavirus antibody test results when they are out on the prowl. Summary, Don't just be with anybody. Be, be with, with antibodies. antibodies. By the way, that could be someone's name. Antibody. Mm-hmm. Uh, some are even including the status of the test results in their online dating profile. That's smart. That is That's smart. What, it actually. is smart. I'm using their possible immunity to score a lover in the middle of a pandemic. So that may be is your angle. Look, I've got the antibodies. I just moved up the chain. I was a solid five. I've now got, I'm an eight. I've got the antibodies right now. I want your body. You know, that's what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Yours is the only body I'm not anti. If you want my antibodies and you think I'm sexy, come on, baby, let me know. About a week and a half ago, my clients started asking questions like, Maureen, this person that you matched me with, do you think they have the coronavirus? Says Maureen Tara Nelson, a Long Island-based matchmaker. They say Maureen. Maureen, this person that I you I have matched- to put my name in the quote. This person that you matched me up with. They, my Do you clients, think they have the coronavirus? My clients come to me and they say, Maureen. Long Island. Based, H- how great are you as a matchmaker? 
But Lo- you, Long Island based matchmaker to is me. Is she also a medium? That's what so I want to know. Has can to she speak? Can That's she to our friend Marta Raven, who's Marta watching. Raven, who created that show. <clears throat> okay. Long Island medium. Sounds like the literal worst person on the planet because you meet a matchmaker in, let's say, Phoenix, Jay. Right. Long and Island like, medium in any other part of the country you, would be like an extra large. Okay. No, no, no. So, exactly. <laughs> you meet a matchmaker in Phoenix and you're like, oh, God, this person is the worst. The only reason I'm still talking to her right now is that I can handle the fact, at least she's not from Long Island. The Long Island matchmaker to me is seems like it's it's almost like Beetlejuice. Right. Like if you bring her into your life, forget it. You'll you never get, get, get rid, rid of her. her. Right. Even after she's made the match. I made a good match, didn't I? Or my name isn't Maureen Tara. We're asking people if they're comfortable sharing if they've had it and if they'd like to know if the person they're matching with has had it too. <laughs> Thank you, Maureen. And make sure you write Maureen in that story. We're asking them they're like, <laughs> in this voice, please share your results. Nelson said that the health precaution keeps clients more safe and in the know, but a clean bill of health doesn't necessarily mean singles are safe for sex. Okay, so you have the antibodies, but maybe you got the I've clap. also got syphilis. You can't even trust. Don't put that down. I don't think you can even trust what these people are saying, How right? If you say it, think about all the things men say to women to get laid. Yeah. You are now basically inventing another way. Dudes rent cars right. for dates so that they can upgrade. Vin Diesel used to take a rented Mercedes. No, it was like a rented Lamborghini, white Lamborghini and drive it. He would rent it and drive it to the Mondrian and get out in a V-neck white uh, undershirt and, you know, ripped up jeans. and you say like the- a wife beater? Yeah, wife beater. And he would get, and he would just pull up at 10 o'clock at the Sky Bar when it was the hottest thing ever. This is pre-Fast and Furious and just roll up in that car. That's not his car. That wasn't his car. But he just he did it to, to people to be like, persona. who's, that, who's guy? that guy? Who's that guy? He's he lying probably, about that shit. He probably shit. had sex with lots of women, and he got a career off of it. I'm just going to say, if Vin Diesel had not made Fast and Furious in another universe, and he's sitting here in COVID-19, and he had a chance to lie about his antibodies just to get a body in next to his body, he is he going to do it? He would do it. Expect apps to do some screening too. S'more, a dating uh, app found by the former Bumble exec, recently partnered with tech company DigD8. DigiDA to develop features to ensure that your relationship with your own health is in your control. I mean, approved tests by doctors, I feel like maybe foolproof, but can it be forged? I don't know if they can be forged. With a positive antibody test can uh, provide accurate evidence of an immune reaction I mean, I don't to know COVID-19. You, there's no way to know. There is literally no way to know. I don't know how people are going to date online after this. I truly don't understand how they're going to. Only when a vaccine is in full rotation do I feel like people will be comfortable dating online after this. That's right. How but does even it, then. How does it even continue? Even then, someone can say, I have the, I've gotten the vaccine and they have it. But I guess you can control whether you've gotten the vaccine. Still, antibody talk is something Brianna Locke has already started seeing on the dating apps. One guy on Hinge, remember Hinge? Sure. Tried to convince me to come over by saying he'd already had the virus and recovered, so I wouldn't get it from him. 
Locke tells the Post on Twitter she called the COVID cop the new lie men are telling to try try and get get laid. laid. That's what it is. It makes sense. And she's not the only one who finds this move cringeworthy. Yeah, that's what we were saying. We were saying it is cringeworthy. Even even a Long Island matchmaker considers that cringeworthy. This will be the talk I have with my kids as they start to go off into the world and they go to college in the next five years. Don't believe someone's test results. Yeah. Don't if trust someone a man. Tells you they have antibodies. Just don't trust it. Start from a position of guilty until proven innocent. Here she goes on. Locke continues. I was talking to a guy on FaceTime and he had his mask off when we were chatting. He was saying how he had the antibodies and had gotten tested. Hell's, or this different Hell's Kitchen resident Lauren Harkness, 41, tells the post. He was a little casual with his boundaries and I thought, ugh, I can't meet you. I don't feel safe. It's a turnoff. It was a turnoff. He basically said, hey, do you want to meet? We live so close. Yeah, that kind of creeped me out. Yeah. Okay. I agree with you. That's a creepy When you approach. said it too, Harkness. Harkness, who works as a sex coach. Wait, Wait what? Okay. So that creeped you out and you work as a sex coach. You literally coach people into ha- well, how to have sex. Is she a position coach or is she, <laughs> she, or is she just, a head coach? She might be a line coach. I don't know. <laughs> Harkness. If you're a sex coach, you're either a head coach. She might be a defensive coordinator <laughs> or an offensive coordinator. Or she works on tight ends. Harkness doubts. A lot of film study. I'm just yeah. saying. If you're a sex coach, a lot of film. You better be in that film room. You better yeah. be going over stuff. You better be looking at ways in which you can get better and certainly- Or we're running the hill. You want to run the stairs? You want to do suicides? Harkness doubts You're- that the man even fully understands the test he has taken, though she admits she doesn't either. Yeah. yeah. He could have just taken a pregnancy test for all, for all we, we know. know. I don't know even know what the antibody thing meant. He said he was take he was talking to the doctor who was telling him that he still had it or that it was active, but then he texted me today. This is so much information to go on. In, this an, is the- in the New York Post. <laughs> I need you. No, I wait. need to reiterate that this is all in the New York not edited post. down at all. He said he was talking to the doctor who was telling him that he still had it or that it was oh, active. Jimmy, she's like, he said he was talking. Hang on, I'm doing an interview with the New York Post. That's in there. That's in there. But then he <laughs> no, te- no, I'm about to finish. When I'm finished, I'm telling them what to let me just finish my story. But then All he texted me today, okay, and said that it was active. But he texted me today and said, I want to go on a walk. I'm confused about the antibody. This is the new normal, guys. This is what it is. But this is also. Did they lay the editors off? Are they gone from the New York Post? This is the new thing that will allow people to be distrustful of other people in the future, all about the antibody test. I agree with that. I agree with that. But New York Post, you got to edit your stuff down. Edit it down. We don't need our whole conversation. All right. So I says to the, hang on a second, I'm getting a text. Oh, it's it's not him, but let me just All answer. All of that in the article. All that makes it in the article. All right. You guys. don't have to just immediate, send it to a transcriber and go throw it in the article. All right, that's the show, guys. Uh, We love doing this for you. Just understand that we do and uh, just love each other. Spend time with each other. Go punch a water faucet and then go wash your hands. Make sure you stay socially distanced. But stay connected. Stay protected. Don't get infected. We love you guys. A podcast network.